What's up, hobby friends, and welcome back to Paint Bravely, the podcast where you can find a little bit of encouragement, discover new ways to make your hobby more fun, and most importantly, learn to paint bravely. So get out your paintbrushes, walk your cat, let's get this thing going. Let's go. Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good. A lot of hobby stuff going on. Um, why, don't, why don't we start off with a, a real good one? Well, I need you to tell me about some stinky models. Well, you just blew the surprise right there. All right. Did I? Okay. Right. I've got right out the I've gate. got a box of models here on my desk, and this is the same kind of box I use for kind of all my storage. It is, I think, 13 liters. It's a clear, sterilite, kind of Rubbermaid sort of thing. Very handy for mm -hmm. storing models. But if I crack this one open... Take the lid off here. Hey, hold on. You can do it. Let me act this out for the, the audio listeners. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Visibly looks awful. Oh. <laughs> Even the cats are wondering what's going but on. Yeah. Snuffle <laughs> smelled that from across the room, came right on over. Like, ooh, what's going on yeah. here? It smells like dead fish, or at least dead animal. There's something terribly wrong with something inside right. this box and i don't know the answer this is a mystery that we're gonna have to solve together i just wanted to put it out there into the ether you know a, a little storyline for folks at home to follow along with uh part of the part yeah. of the paint bravely lore uh <laughs> the stinky brent, box <laughs> brent has like a couple dozen of these boxes and this one that is mostly storing kind of overflow 3d prints we've got some extra 3d printed mm -hmm. dinosaurs in here we've got some extra 3d printed warcraft 3 buildings um uh, right you know, i'm seeing some twin goddess minis some extras of those in here and we also have a smell of decaying fish or or rodent <laughs> or rodent i mean Ooh. there's a couple things that could could be going on yeah. here right um since it's 3d 3d prints right technically maybe you know you had some resin that turned and it's not quite cured maybe you didn't hollow it out all the way or there's not like a hole in there or it's like a crack and it's just leaking out a little bit you know it's not like excess resin all over the that place that doesn't sound right to me but at this point yeah. i'm not ruling anything out <laughs> like alternatively you printed something that was hollow mm. And since your your printers are in your basement, right? Some sort of lizard got into my printer during right, the print run. Exactly. Yeah, you were you were you left the lid on. Never say to never. Get that sweet sweet yeah, time life lapse finds a way, and yeah. it hopped in. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're left with a, a tiny coffin. Yeah. Well, that uh, isn't holding it in. Look, pals, this is not important. But if anyone knows why my box of models smells, you please type it in the web zone comments below on. YouTube mm -hmm. slash paint bravely the podcast and uh yeah take a take a look at this clear box I don't see any dead corpses in there I've been rooting around I've been holding individual models up to my nose to give them a sniff it's a little sniff, it's yeah. it's pervasive yet delocalized yet you take that lid off and oh man I feel bad <laughs> for what that cat running. is experiencing right now yeah yeah, yeah so. I mean the fact that 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 the cat came up immediately mm. when you opened it too. It's like, oh, there is something in yeah, here. We got, we got something going on for me so, to look at. I'm yeah. gonna put this away, but please, if anyone can help me with my little issue, you you <laughs> let me know. If anyone has the answer out there, you know, don't keep it to yourself. <laughs> it's very good. Oh man, 
That reminds me. Uh, so I started a fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going? <laughs> uh, it's good now. I feel I feel good about it. But uh, you know, I didn't I didn't exactly know like what was going to happen. Like I knew that okay, I treated the water, I put it in because uh, I was transferring the fish from my pond to an inside tank. It's like a nine gallon tank, so that you know they wouldn't freeze over the winter, right? That's that's you got like up. a plastic tank. Uh, I think it's glass. Okay, all right. Yeah, you know it's glass for sure. Okay. Uh, it's one of those like Fluval, uh, nine gallon spec freshwater hmm. blah 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 whatever. It's a it's a pretty cool looking tank. Okay, it's got LEDs. Are that are that sweet RGB? You know, sweet, sweet. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you got a fish inside. Um, yeah, yeah. The fish fish are doing good, but you know I didn't know that it did that whole like bacteria bloom thing. It was all dirty looking. It was gross, and I'm like what am I doing wrong? I'm like watching YouTube videos and people are telling me it's fine. And I'm like, no, it doesn't look fine. Uh, and it started smelling like really bad, <laughs> like noticeably like in the house it smelled. And I'm like, did something die in here? Is it still in here? Did it get sucked up through the filter or something? Turns out, no, it's fine now. Like it, it cleared up uh, yesterday and, and today especially looks like real good. And the fish are, are super happy. Um, but yeah, you know, the transfer didn't go as uh, well as I'd hoped. Lost a few fish um, prior to actually even bringing them into the inside of the house, which is weird. It's not even been that cold out at nighttime, you know, still in like the, the 70s and 80s. But for some reason or another, a couple of them just didn't make it. Well, I used to work at a tropical fish store, and I can tell you that among the... okay. Goldfish people are a separate type of customer. Well, let's get that out of the way. You mm. got your beta, okay. you got your beta fish customers. A <laughs> lot of a lot of children, mm-hmm. first pet kind of situations. You got your saltwater reef aquariums. You got your freshwater tanks. You got your freshwater planted tanks. You got your Afri- African cichlid tanks. And each mm-hmm. each of these types of fish keeper fits a stereotype. Like like they're they go okay. into to neat little neat little brackets. Now the gold. Now the break goldfish down, yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I bought goldfish. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Well, the goldfish uh-huh. are not going to be very happy with you putting a goldfish in a nine-gallon tank. Uh, I. This isn't even me just riffing off of the tank is too small. This is this is the no, accepted wisdom within the goldfish community. So uh, right. Um, please well, also okay, type that in the fair, comments of this video. <laughs> this is this is a temporary indoor fish container from my pond and I'm humanely not letting them freeze to death. Thank you. I'm just going to put that up there. <laughs> Way to get ahead of that one, Casey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 They were they did great all summer. It was awesome. They had a great time in the giant bucket. They're happy. I can look at him and the see that he's happy. So just just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean there's there's two fish in this tank. Right. Mm-hmm. In the 9-gallon tank and they they don't seem disappointed about it. And I know that the goldfish is going to get bigger. It got a lot bigger in the in the pond from when I got it because they were. I bought a feeder goldfish, and it was real small. And now it's like two inches long. Casey and I, we, we like fish. We like to paint minis, but we also like fish. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've seen some pretty cool minis that feature fish. You know, like like yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, characters riding like a giant koi and stuff like that. 
that's, that's pretty true. cool next level uh yeah kenny kenny boucher painted yeah one of those up a couple did. years ago oh yeah, yeah it was a good one i think it was one of the first times where um where like oil watches were like a big deal mm. i think because i'm pretty sure that's that's the one he started using like a lot of oil watches on and he's like this this you know that's possible too easy i want to say that was yeah. an early titan forge release mm-hmm. yeah Something like that, yeah. yeah like kind of like a yeah, because he printed that like out. an Asian pagoda kind of set, and one of the characters right. was riding around on a giant magical koi fish, <laughs> which is like a Sounds pond goldfish. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's exactly, it's exactly like a pond. Brought it back, saved it. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, bringing it back is that you know, because I had stinky goldfish tank, and you have a box of minis. Smell like dead fish. All right, we're getting ourselves into now, a real pool back. table kind of situation here, Casey. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right, then uh, let's talk about paintbrushes. How about that? We can do that. Okay. All right. I I got more props today, so if you're if you're following along at home, I am moving onto the screen two large salsa jars filled with very very dirty brushes. <laughs> there's salsa jars so i'm i'm on a little bit of a, a project these days to figure out how to clean some of these brushes and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm speaking to you now after putting out a video using my microscope here to look at paint brushes mm-hmm. and that was actually fascinating yeah what so yeah. uh for dirty brushes you could see like where the paint was all glommed on in there and mm-hmm. then i did wash some of them out with isopropyl alcohol and that got all the paint out, and at least under the microscope, those paintbrushes looked a lot better after the cleaning. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I've done a little bit of painting with a few of those that I cleaned out with isopropyl alcohol, and they're working. Like they're, it's okay. a little bit harder for to keep the nice tip shape, but like yeah, yeah. Every five or ten minutes, if I do wash it out, reshape the tip, like it still works. It still works. Still works. Yeah. yeah. That's that's generally my experience with like cleaning out brushes that have been around. It's like you you can get away with you know some larger base coating and yeah less detail oriented work, but they still work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that was that was a hard reset that I did on those brushes with the mm-hmm. the ninety one percent isopropyl alcohol from the the what the first aid section of the store there. Yeah, yeah. and it. It works. It got it got the paint out. It got the paint that was like forcing the bristles apart and allows you to to kind of sculpt it back into a point. And so that was nice. And um I think later this week I want to try that trick of boiling the tips of synthetic brushes. Oh, okay. So, okay, back up a second like what I learned looking at bristles <laughs> under under the microscope. Okay, so bristles are conical shaped or they they do start thick and then taper down to the points like that that is how they work i i hadn't really thought about it before i i part of me was just like our you know the the, our brushes shaped the way they are because you got some short bristles in there and towards the middle you got some long bristles but no i think a lot most of them are all the same length it's just that they Mm -hmm. start out thick they go to thin and so the shape of the paintbrush naturally tapers to a point Mm -hmm. and when i was looking at the tips of synthetic brushes 
versus natural hair brushes, there was a pretty big difference. So they the tips kind of taper down to about the same tiny little size. Mm-hmm. But on the natural hair brush, I mean, it, it's very evident that nature has decided exactly what the shape of that tip should be. And it's tiny, but it's like rounded at the very, very tip. Right. And, you know, whatever biological processes made that that bristle, that, that hair, like they knew exactly what they were doing. That hair is exactly the shape that it was uh, made by the Almighty to be. Like it is, it is exactly yeah. what it's supposed to be. But if you zoom in on a synthetic bristle, like a golden taclon or something like that from a, from a cheap multi-pack brush, you know, starts thick tapers to a fine point but if you zoom way in on that fine point it looks brittle like the the it's uh starts to get gnarly towards the very very end it gets very very thin but if you look at it like it doesn't look happy towards the end like (laughs) yeah it didn't look so it's almost hard to explain but you, you can see like the little imperfections like oh that's where it's gonna snap that's where that's yeah, where that synthetic yeah. bristle is going to snap or badly bend and deform and all of a sudden like mm-hmm. that is where the hooks on the tips of used synthetic brushes come from and so right, yeah. that was pretty cool to see um you know if you've been listening to paint bravely i like synthetic brushes i like the feel of them i like the cheapness of them I mean, to a point, like, yeah, he, I, I like that they are not coming directly from an animal. Uh, you know, synthetic bristles are coming from oil, which is ancient dinosaur blood, as we all know. But <laughs> right. So, in a sort of way. But, yeah. So... I don't know, like I put put putting things under a microscope, didn't know what I was going to see. And I basically convinced myself to pay more attention to natural hair brushes was the result that I came All up right. to. And um, I, I was kind of hoping that might have been the case. Yeah. Well, like the conclusion that you were going to draw is like, well, maybe maybe uh, they were a little bit right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> But, of course, coming to that conclusion is like, yeah, yeah, it, it's worthwhile to to kill those Siberian weasels to get their tail hair. Like, yeah, that's... Sure. Uh, yeah. Which I have mixed feelings about. <laughs> knowing yeah. knowing where to get the best bristles is useful information, but uh, convincing yourself that the best way to get those bristles is from uh, weasel tails, you know, that... No, right not great right. not great um and so that kind of the comment section of that video did bring up the the ethics of of synthetic brushes versus natural hair brushes and all that fair, fair enough sure. yeah i mean it usually does like when you when you start talking about brushes like it that's that's gonna happen yeah. Yeah. um and there are there are obviously alternatives out there um like i don't know if they just source them differently or if it's just more available um, but you get like goat hair and wolf mm-hmm. hair and things like that. So I actually just ordered some of the, the wolf hair Ooh. brushes. All right. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten them in the mail yet. I haven't tried them, but they look cool. And I'm like, okay, well that seems like 
I mean, I, I can't imagine that they're going out like killing wolves for, for hair. It just takes some scissors or something. Probably. Yeah. That seems more reasonable. <laughs> <I would think>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Like those wolves are big. They got a lot of hair. You just, just snip a little off the back end and make some brushes out of it. I don't know. We'll see. Yep. But they look good. They look good in, in, you know, in the pictures or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, I did get some, some goat hair dry brushes. I used one today and it was, uh, it was pretty good. Well, there you go. Yeah. Same thing. I don't know if they just shaved the goat and probably. <laughs> yeah. That's how I like to imagine it. Yeah. Happy little goats on a I farm. Mean, the farmer, nice farmer yeah. comes by. Their friend, the farmer comes by, gives him a little haircut, goes to the back yeah. room, starts making them dry brushes, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just sitting there, <laughs> putting together little goat hairs and shaving them down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you'd think that they would do that with the weasels, too. And and I swear I read somewhere that there was some brush that was like that. They or they tried that. Or, I don't know. Yeah, I I do not know. I mean, it's one of those things like factory farming to a point you don't want to know how it happens. Um, and I think yeah. I think yeah. for some of the sables, they also are hunted in the same way that you know people still hunt prairie dart prairie dogs as varmints and the way that people, mm-hmm. you know, hunt squirrels or, or whatever. Um, yeah. And, uh, prairie dog brushes. That could be interesting. Well, there you go. That's your, that's your new unethical get rich quick scheme. Casey, go for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> prairie dog brushes. <laughs> All natural. Paint like... bravely episode 100 <laughs> sponsored by Casey's fabulous <laughs> prairie dog brushes. Yeah. There you go. Okay. I love it. Yeah. But um, no, I, I certainly am curious about looking into alternative natural hairs and also the kind of wide variety of synthetic bristles that are out mm-hmm. there. And I always get excited when I get an experiment to work. And so just the right, experiment yeah. of let's zoom in on the tips <laughs> of these bristles and see if we can like glean any information was an experiment that worked. And now I want to see if we can... <laughs> broaden that out a little bit and learn anything more so um. yeah well i i definitely like the idea of at least taking your natural hair brushes and making them last a lot longer because yeah if you want if you want to get ethical up in here Uh uh that that would be the way to do it you know um it's like well those brushes are there Mm -hmm. they sure are they're they're they sure are so yeah let's make them make them do some work yeah um, I mean, I have my my salsa jars of dirty brushes here that I'm gonna try to clean out. the The vast majority are synthetic. Like looking through, I I think almost all of them are synthetic brushes in the these salsa mm-hmm. jars here, and I suspect that they will be harder to get good points back, and that it is harder to get a long lifespan out of them. Uh, but also like going through this many brushes like that is increasing the amount of plastic bristles used the amount of metal ferrules the amount of wooden handles and i don't know like when you, when you cut down a tree like i i don't care about the tree spirit like i'm not i'm not like that kind of hippie but understanding that when you cut down a tree like there were baby birds and squirrels living in that tree like 
Sure, yeah. Maybe even a, a baby weasel, you know? So... Yeah, it's entirely possible there was a weasel family. Yeah. Could have made a hundred brushes, yeah. and, and you cut down that tree yeah. for your one synthetic yeah, brush. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's not, not to minimize the, the concerns of, of folks who don't like natural hair, but, like, there there's a trade-off yeah. to everything. And uh, and, and well, we yeah, live in a terrible well, world, so... Everything, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... There's no way around yeah. it, unfortunately. Yeah. It, it just, yeah. yeah. Um, and and most of the people in the comments were respectful on on all sides of that issue. There was there's one person yeah. that said they were disappointed in me for not being vegan. And like, I'll I'll wow. say this: like, if you're if you're vegan, I congratulate you. That's actually kind of awesome. If you have the willpower and ingenuity to be able to do that, that's awesome. If you share your vegan banana bread or zucchini bread with others, that's awesome too. Try and be like, hey, it's not all bad. Try try zucchini bread out. It's pretty good. But if you mm-hmm. are uh, yelling at people for not being vegan the way you are, uh, you might want to work on your persuasion yeah. skills. I don't know. <laughs> it's not the way to do it. Kind of crossing the line a yeah, little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, we can, we can live together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, I've got cat hair all over these. I've got natural cat hair all over my synthetic Even brussels. Right? Better. Yeah, we got a I lot. I mean, I'm of looking at your do. cats. Your cat tails are, are popping up in the screen. I see that that tail going to that you know rounded point. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. gotta wonder. You shave a cat. <laughs> that was the other comment I got a million of in that video. It's just like yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Make, yeah. <laughs> make some cat hair bristles. Like I, no, I, you could try. Could try. I mean, they, like you, you, you could try. Probably, yeah. Do some sponging, uh, chipping damage, you know, with some cat hair bristles. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Nothing, nothing too fancy. <laughs> right. Uh, but you let me know how those, uh, those wolf hair brushes go. I'm curious. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll definitely be uh, yeah. updating on that as soon as those come it's in. Some more ethical, but much more dangerous kind of, uh, kind of brush. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, and all their branding is like, we're wolf brushes, yeah. <laughs> like wolves are not weasels, you know, it's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Hell, you got us there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, although the the brush set, I think it was like five or six brushes, was like $45. Okay. So it was decently priced, too, which is another reason that I, I bought into them. Um, and actually, the, the dry brushes that I got, are these like artist something or other ones on Amazon for like what twenty eight bucks or something? Ooh, it's a pretty sweet set. Um, and I I've only used the like smallest one so far because I had to do a little bit of dry brushing on something and um I didn't want to get it on other stuff and it was like okay that, that makes sense um and it worked just fine. Comes with a brush cleaner which I used and it worked great and uh, a little. A little tappy sponge thing for your your dry brushes, you know that's that's the new the whole deal weighted dry brush. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I thought that was pretty cool for for the price. Still got to use the rest of them. Yeah, let let us know how it goes. Yes, you keep us updated on that. I'll keep you updated on my stinky box of models, and we'll get to the bottom of all of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 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 All right. What else you got going on, Casey? Um, let's see here. I've been painting an old metal mini, the old Commissar Yarrick from the 40k universe. I think most people 
I I was kind of thinking about it like I was doing some research to kind of like put together, you know, some of the story for the video and the model and all this stuff. And I was thinking about it, you know, this is kind of like one of the more famousy stories and characters in all of Warhammer. It's like one story that I actually did know because hmm. I I don't I don't follow any of the lore, or read anything. No. Um, but I knew that one. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um. So yeah, I'm, I'm trying to like take my time with him, paint him all old school, and um, that's been pretty funny. He came in a pretty nasty situation, so yeah, going good though. Hey, the nastier he starts, the more you can rescue him, and the more he needs rescuing, the the better the feeling, the, and the better yeah. the thumbnail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it's the thumbnail that that's like that pops out of my head. Mm. First, I see the model and I'm like, I have to buy this. <laughs> and I almost don't care what price it is. <laughs> like, I I didn't get a great deal on on this particular model either. I uh I think I paid like thirty bucks for it. And I I mean I already have one too. That's the dumb thing. Like I have a brand new one. Yeah, but this one looks <laughs> but I'm so like, bad. No, this is too good. Yeah. It's too good. I had to buy it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've done that a couple times now, and like. Only in one case so far have I been like, oh, I can't actually use this model, like for a video. It's it's kind of too good. Oh, sure, <laughs> like, sure, sure. Like I I got it and I looked at it and I'm like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with this. Yeah, like, it would be mean if, if I you strip if it, I repaint this. it, and it's like just uh-huh. kind of a side grade, like a <laughs> yeah, kind of like, like personal preference yeah. whether you you liked the first one or the second one better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that ain't great. And that's that's the thing that I hate the most is when somebody's like, "Oh, I like the I like the way it was painted before you got it." Whoops. It's like, okay, yeah. well, what are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's mine now. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I did I did buy a pretty funky, uh, Chaos Knight that somebody had tried to convert into like some orc vehicle. Okay, that and that's that's gonna be a good one. That it's, sounds like a yeah. Thing, they slapped a bunch of stuff on it, and then like put this like caged thing on top with an orc sitting in the seat. And uh, yeah, I think that's gonna be my uh, my big October project this year. Well, happy o- getting, October to you. Ready. Yeah, it's coming up. Uh huh. Uh huh. I I can't wait. Yeah, I've got I've got some. Wadroon, uh, that, that yeah, I've been working yeah. on. I've been working on my color schemes for my Wadroon. <laughs> yeah, we we mentioned the Brontosaurus, but we've got, I've got to get the crew for the Brontosaurus, and I've I've got to paint up all their their foot troops to walk around and and give it some context and look sweet. Uh, yeah, but these are otherwise it's just a Brontosaur. Yeah. I, I'm referring, of course, to the conquest faction of the Wadroon. With uh, it's got a lot of symbols. Like there's like an apostrophe in the word Wadroon. There's um, I don't even know what it's called. Like an umlaut. I don't think it is an umlaut, but it's like one. The um, umlaut is the 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 dot over the the two dots over the. Okay, U. well, we have like a tiny U over one of the other vowels, like. I have no yeah. idea. <laughs> they don't teach us these things, and I haven't bothered to look. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I distinctly remember yeah. in like fourth grade. It was fourth grade. Yeah, 
being taught those. Okay. <laughs> and immediately forgetting. Right. Even though like pronunciation is in the dictionary next to the word, like yeah. that way. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. Okay. Sounds good. Wadroon. Look, I, I like what Parabellum is doing over there with Conquest, but they've got too mm -hmm. many hyphens in their names, too many underscores. They've got too many apostrophes in their names and mm -hmm. and and symbols that I cannot type with an American keyboard. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's fair. I've got my, my 104 key keyboard here, and I don't know how to make the symbol that comes up halfway through the word Wadroon. Um, there is a way to do it. Too. I'm sure there is, Casey. I'm sure there is. I know there is. Yeah. I, I'm trying to just yeah. undercut And as soon as you crack all. that code, you'll be able to find the secret stash of eBay listings uh, selling uh, I, I nasty mean, old Wadroon. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, it's interesting. I've because I, I do get Conquest updates pretty often, pretty much every day at this okay, point. Okay, okay. Um, the listings have gone up quite a bit. Okay. Yeah, like people are starting to carry it. I'm seeing uh, at least one major used online store, uh, Lazarus Games, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is carrying new and used um, Conquest minis. So it's getting out there. Like the, the used market is actually growing. And I've almost bought some stuff now a few times. I've, I've gotten real close. Um, most of the sales are still for like kind of the early models that are a little janky anyways, like not the ones I actually want, <laughs> but uh, they're, they're there and people are trying to get rid of their armies. And that's mostly what it is. I'm, I'm noticing it's like, Oh, I have like $600 in stuff. So I just want to get my money back or something close. Mm. Well, you keep searching, things are you'll looking get up. your deals. And those those old janky models for a rescue, not not the worst idea. Like, Commissar oh, Yerick's yeah. pretty yeah. janky. You tell me. Yeah, yeah. His face is uh, <laughs> a little funky. Um, man, I had, a, I had a, like, a hard time painting his face, too. Like... Uh, it's it's like he's got a collar, like a popped collar that goes up to kind of each side of his oh, mouth. Oh, sure. So you got to kind of get the, in the brim of his hat that's right down to his forehead. Mm. So you have this kind of T in the middle that you're trying to paint in, and it's indented. Obviously, it's 3D, right? Yep. So yeah, trying to get in there it was a huge pain, huge pain. So it was a an interesting model. It took way longer than I wanted it to. I'm still not technically done, too. I'm trying to... I just painted the, the base green because the original one was like a goblin green base, you know? Uh, so I'm trying to keep that same feel, but on a newer, like, uh, Elric's Hobby, like, resin base that looks pretty cool. Hey, there you go. So, yeah, it looks neat, um, but still got to get that goblin green. Actually, somebody just emailed me the other day, too, and they're sending me an OG original bottle of goblin green that they bought in England in the early 90s. And it's still good. My God. <laughs> yeah. So it should be here any day. Super excited for that. Yeah. All right. I've got something for you. All right. I bought and recently received in the mail a model I'm very excited for. It is the entire reason I bought into this uh, game line here. So this is... Mm -hmm. Star Trek Away Missions from Gale Force 9. 
and they have currently they have a romulan kit with five minis they have a klingon kit mm -hmm. with four and then their starter kit is i think seven borg minis against four federation minis so it's okay. a total of three boxes uh there's a company called Sinclair Games that was having a sale already on them, so I bought, like, well, it, it was, like, I don't know, 15% sale or something like that. It was... Okay, it was pretty yeah, standard. Yeah, it, it, it might have been a standard sale. I don't think it uh, yeah. immediately died, but I, I think this is I think this is <laughs> from either 2022 or maybe even 2023, but okay. anyway, the Klingon model that caught my eye so to say was yeah. gauron chancellor gauron who is who, many a meme has been made out of our buddy chancellor gauron but he's the klingon with like the big bulging eyes he, yeah, he just has yeah. all these great looks at the camera and stuff <laughs> and i'm so excited to he paint those really eyes yeah that. i'm so excited <laughs> um anyway the minis themselves i think I think they're PVC, but they might they might be CO cast. I can't tell. I don't have a I don't hmm. have an ATR spectrometer handy. If I did, I'd I'd get right, right to the bottom of that real quick. But I mean, if you checked under your microscope, nope, nope, that's not gonna do it, Casey. It's not gonna do it. <laughs> if you see the mold lines, or not mold lines, but if you see the uh, the 3D print lines, then it's more likely that they were CO cast because they usually cast from 3D prints. Like it, they'll still put it into it's yeah it's part of the, their stuff so yeah yeah um, yeah sure fair 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 yeah, yeah. well I'll, so okay we, we, we might work. be able to get to the bottom of it that way you you might be right you might be right but anyway they are they're not polystyrene they have a little bit of flex to them and they come when you buy them they come attached to their base like pre-assembled attached to their base I don't think there are a lot of pieces anyway they're probably just one piece plus yeah. the base most of them. Um, they are a little bit larger than a normal playing size mini, so they're, I don't know, maybe they're 40 millimeter scale or something like that, but they're, they're a nice, nice okay. paintable size. I'm excited for them. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, they, they also do a thing which I haven't seen a lot before of the character name is sculpted onto the base. So the minis come pre-attached mm. to a base and kind of behind their feet, like on on the back side of the mini and facing the player yeah. who'd be playing with them is the name of the character. So like it says Gowron, uh, kind of by the heels of the Gowron figure. And mm -hmm. I was going through and like, oh man, what are all these characters? And there's, you know, I kind of recognize the name of a, of a couple of Klingons and a couple of the uh, Romulans. And I was looking at the Borg and the Borgs are numbered one, two, three, four, five, six, and and I'm like, oh, is this gonna be seven? And no, it's Locutus. One, two, three, four, five, six, and Locutus. Uh because okay. I think they I think they are kind of setting this in the immediate aftermath of the Battle of Wolf three five nine. Oh no. That I'm gonna get crucified if I get that wrong. Right. Wolf three five nine. It's pretty close. Not only is it Star Trek lore, but it's actually a star kind of close to us that you should like. That's an actual like, like yeah. other brands of nerd would know. But anyway, okay. So the then then the part that yeah, yeah, the part right. that really tickled me is I was starting to go through the Federation side. So there are four mm -hmm. 
Federation characters. You want to take a guess of who they are, Casey? Four Federation yep, characters. So it's TNG, and it's yeah. uh, Aftermath of the Battle of Wolf 359. Okay. Uh, so not Picard, obviously. Okay, correct, correct. Um, huh, so... Not Picard. <laughs> In the aftermath of that. See, now I feel like I'm being put on the spot. Um, Sorry. Probably probably Riker. Yep. Probably, I would guess Worf, but you then did, I'm kind yeah, of second yes, guessing. Yes, yes. Okay. Kind of surprising. There's only four Federation characters, and one of them is is a Klingon and they already have another Klingon pack. Right. But... And they have, that's why I would almost yeah. have not said that yep. too. Yeah. Uh, you kind of gave me, gave me that one. That's fine. I almost second guess myself. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go with, with, uh, Dr. Crusher. No, no, no. Interesting. All right. So you gotta have data and Jordy. There right? is data. Jordy is not one of them. So there's, the there's port, a fourth one, which it tickled the heck out of me because I I was like I was like who who is this gonna be? So it's not Wesley. Crusher. No, it's not. It 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 is a female character. It's not Tashi R. <laughs> I thought it might be, but I, I like like when <laughs> it I can't pick, be. No, exactly. Okay, <laughs> we're we're getting deep into Star Trek, but Tashi Yar stopped being a character. Uh, season one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Battle of Wolf three five nine is best of both worlds, which is I think the end of season three, beginning of season four. I think. Or sounds right. Yeah. Anyway, um, and plus, <laughs> in deep right now. <laughs> plus the Romulan kit, Sela uh, or Sela, Sela, Sela is the name of the Romulan in the Romulan kit, which is yeah. the like cloned Tasha Yar daughter or something. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah. So she's she's, she's covered. She's covered. I can I can yeah. see that now. Um, they they had they're like yeah we we shouldn't have fired you right you want to come back for just a little bit <laughs> I think she quit <laughs> I think she did actually I can't remember she quit and yeah yeah, yeah. Whatever. anyway doesn't matter anyway the the fourth character from the Starfleet side I was like all right who is this it's it's a woman I don't like it doesn't look like uh, Troy doesn't look like Crusher like I don't think it's Yar it can't be Yar like longer hair than Yar who is this and the back of the what character it says Shelby and uh, Shelby's like the the special guest star in the best of both worlds she's she's the Why she's like is she the exchange, now immortalized in a set she's she's like the extra officer on board that uh, butts head with with Riker like she's she's right, like yeah. Riker's competition in that one episode, right? Because he's good. okay. And yeah, yeah. It, there's no Jordy, no Troy, no Crusher, no Wesley. Uh, it's it's just it's Shelby, which I, I thought was great. I picked it up of like wonderful. They're really commi- <laughs> so somebody's they, just they like, are yes. really committing to <laughs> yes. the best of the both worlds. Uh, yeah, set. And yeah. maybe maybe They're I need to go rewatch really that. Hard, yeah that episode because there's i know there's a scene where they beam over to the board cube and they're walking around and maybe those are the four who beam over them i mean yeah probably because she she would be like the first officer taking place yeah. and Riker would be the acting captain so she would go yeah yeah so that does make a lot of sense but like 
if you're gonna make a game yeah i don't know so so i feel like <laughs> just throw in somebody else like it's, it's fine like we get it <laughs> what was great is as like i i looked at shelby the the fourth bridge crew is, is shelby like all right it's <laughs> it's stupid like, but i can't really? be mad i'm so tickled like it <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good <laughs> Oh, man. So maybe that means they're they're saving some of the others. Maybe they expect to make another Federation expansion and get Jordy, Troy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Crusher. I mean, if you're gonna, it, it, so is it like a, a like a board game or is it skirmish game? It seems to be a yeah somewhere between the two. I think. I think, okay, I think so it's it might on be like a grid or, or something. something. I haven't. Is, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't gotten to the paper material in the bottom of the boxes. I was just looking at the figures. I don't <laughs> like care you about will. that. You're <laughs> just like Gowron. I'm in. <laughs> I yeah. want those eyes. <laughs> yeah. No, I was. I was mostly in it for Gowron. I'm. I'm amazed that I even opened up the the Federation side of things to see what was. In there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, they're they're not polystyrene oh, minis yeah. or anything. But like, I wasn't seeing. I wasn't seeing a lot of mold lines. Like. You know they're they're mm -hmm. fairly simple sculpts, but like they were clean. Yeah, they were kind of big, interesting poses, clean. Yeah, as far as that goes, also, not bad, yeah. not bad. I'm definitely interested in the the actual game now. I mean, it's hard to find good like you know licensed miniatures, right? Sure. Um, for a long time, I think the closest Star Trek game miniatures that we had. Or WizKids made uh, hero clicks for uh, Star yep. Wars, and and it was kind of the same thing. Like on a grid, they all had different things they could do, and you, I don't know, you'd kill each other. I guess like you're the Borg, you're the Federation, whatever. Um, I never played it, but I played hero clicks, so I assume it's basically the same thing. Um, but yeah, they're janky, like real bad, like twenty five mil, so everything's tiny. Mm -hmm. It might even be smaller than that like actual scale wise i don't know but uh yeah it's like pre-painted and just not the best yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah having blank 40 mil miniatures sounds pretty good yeah although having a random fourth crew member figure seems a bit of an odd choice i like i think it's great these. i think it's great that's just the like yeah we're we are setting this in this two-part episode like this thing, is yeah. <laughs> like we know what just we're doing firmly establishing the timeline i don't know that that just tickled me i love it love it i mean they they do go through a lot of stuff in those two episodes right like like you get the admirals coming in you get like the klingons the romulans uh you get a lot of people, different characters on screen. So I suppose if you're going to pull from something, it's like, well, here's everybody all at the same time. Sure. Yeah. But I don't know. That that leaves them open for selling a, a Federation pack with the rest of the bridge crew. and mm -hmm. Like A Song of Ice and Fire, that, that not skirmish game, that's a rank and flank game, but this, A Song mm -hmm. of Ice and Fire game has... You know, all the characters from the movies, but they have Stark characters one and then Stark characters two. And so I can't remember exactly how it's divided up, but one of those boxes <laughs> has Ned Stark, Jon Snow, Rob Stark, Caitlin. And the other box is like, here's Bran and Rickon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bran, yeah, exactly. Rickon, and Shaggy Dog. He, <laughs> enjoy. Like, oh, yeah. 
same price okay. as same price as the other <laughs> box. Have fun, <laughs> right? Man, so you, you can't give them can't give them all the good stuff in the first box. You gotta you gotta save a little right. a little juice for the expansion. You gotta uh-uh. Jordy LaForge is a big seller. You save him for later. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, that reminds me of uh, so the only Kickstarter I ever backed that ended up getting pulled down and I, I couldn't get was a doorstop with a 3d printed Hodor on the end <laughs> and they pulled it for copyright infringement off of Kickstarter after it massively like did well. Right. It did great. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no spoilers. Like, yeah. I, I feel robbed. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I feel so robbed. <laughs> Matt's gonna have to put a little, uh, little, little bumper on the front of this episode. The spoilers for like season five, season season six of Game of Thrones. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I, I, uh, yeah, I think we're past that. But spoilers for, uh, yeah, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah. There's no Picard in this set, but there is Locutus. Yes. He's in there somewhere. Yeah. That's that's what we'll say. Yeah. Oh, he's in there. Oh, he's in there. Yeah, he's he's, he's in, in there. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. They, you, oh, you gotta have a Federation box that has Picard too. Yeah, yeah. They'll have Picard, right. Jordy, maybe Wesley, uh, but Picard, Jersey, Troy. Yeah, you gotta and, have a throwaway and Crusher. Oh, yeah. Mission, yeah. Or maybe you know they start uh, filling it out with like Doctor Pulaski just to. Just right. to make sure that they can get like a third Federation box going later on. Yeah. Just leave <laughs> yeah. room. <laughs> you get, you get uh, Reggie in there. That's when we know. Wait, which one's Reggie? The the weird dude that... Uh, Barclay? Likes. Yeah, Reginald. Barclay, oh, okay. Yeah. We're thinking of the same guy. All right, we got there. Yeah. yeah. You call, you call him just, Reggie? On first name yeah. basis. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barclay did have a friend after all. Okay. <laughs> he, he he was the one I identified. Yeah. He had spot that's the something. cat. Uh Barclay. That's uh that's the third box of uh, of the Federation yeah. characters. Yeah. Yeah, the the yeah. cat, him. We gotta get Thomas uh, Riker. Uh we gotta get <laughs> yeah, Lore. <right>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good box. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Lore and, and Thomas Riker <laughs> together at last. Like <laughs> they call it good twin, bad twin. I don't know. They, uh... Yeah. Thomas Riker still gets me, man. That still haunts my dreams. Like the... I mean, it's... The whole yeah. idea of a transporter, it still haunts me, man. It's just... <laughs> well, it's, it's the whole thing of like, yeah, sure, you're gonna destroy and rearrange and save from memory yeah, the person who pops up is just a new person out. every time you transport is a, a new person. person yeah yeah you you die yeah it's fine. Yeah, yeah that's just a copy the the new person thinks you're yeah. the old person but thomas really was right. you wouldn't know the yeah, difference yeah, yeah. thomas right yeah exactly you think that that in that in the face of that type of conundrum they'd be like dude we maybe should go back to show not do this anymore oh for sure like these super smart people on the spaceship would figure this out like oh I am just killing myself every time I transport. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna shuttles mm-hmm. from now on. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right. This is this is gonna be the <laughs> getting pretty deep into Star Trek here. Uh, yeah, I know uh, miniatures. At least it's on track. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about minis. We were on track. We're on track. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but that Galron man. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have so much fun with the eyes. Like that is yeah. That is the perfect character for just big bug eyes that are all asymmetrical and. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> That's the huge eyes. So good. <laughs> just pull out a size eight paintbrush and just yeah go go yeah. to town on Gowron's eyes yeah <laughs> you know on the back of his base like uh the two o's in Gowron just make those eyes oh, too <laughs> yeah now you're thinking <laughs> humongous eyeballs on now the you're thinking <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right what else uh I went to an actual art store this week so yeah. Sometimes when I talk about going to the, the arts and craft store, I'm talking about Michael's arts and craft store. Never right. going there again. You don't screw that place. I found an actual art store in my area mm -hmm. and the prices are at least comparable to Michael's, probably cheaper. Yeah, I usually find them to be about the yeah. same, at least where I'm yeah. at. Yeah. And it seems to be an, an independent place. And it has a lot of stuff that we use in this hobby. Pigments, oil paints, a wide variety of paintbrushes, uh, like the whole line of, of golden, golden so flat paints. Um, yeah. As I just walked into this place. I think it's called Art Arts and Craftsman or, or something like that. Anyway, if, if you're in the Portland, Maine area, there's <laughs> the, look it up. Arts, Arts and Craftsman. Yeah. It's... You might, my friend Brent there. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah, the, the, there'll be Brent walking around wide eyed, giant smile on his face, just amazed <laughs> that he hasn't been in this store before, like, like shocked right. at what he's been missing out on. But, <laughs> um, yeah. There's, there's nothing new. Mini painting is nothing new. Art folks have figured all this stuff out hundreds of years before. Even, even Slap Chop, apparently, they figured out before we got to it. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, all that stuff's been all done. Is all, it's it's been done. all been done. And not non metallic metal was the only metal. Back Come in on. yeah, back in my day, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the only way to do it. Now now it's like oh, fancy options here. Yeah. <laughs> well, but yeah, I went to a real art store, it's like, oh, here's Windsor Newton brush cleaner and, and Mona Lisa brush cleaner and pink mm -hmm. brush soap and masters brush soap. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Anything you want in here. Any any yeah. Any art supply that, that shows up in various chat rooms and Reddit posts and YouTube channels stuff. Like, yeah, it's just start the art store. Go yeah. to the art store. There. I don't know. I don't have anything more to say about that. Just go to the art store. Look it up. You got one in your area. Try it out. Probably. Yeah, most, I'd say most places probably do. Yeah. At least one, like, main art store. Um, yeah, I know we've got a couple because um, I mean, we've got several colleges around here and there's a lot of there art. There you go. Yeah. Like I, I used to frequent the local art store because um, I've taken a lot of like art classes in college and stuff. So yeah, having to like, you know, you get your, your, your sheet and your syllabus and all your stuff. And it's like, you have to go to the art store. They're the only place that carries this and it's expensive, just like your textbooks, which were also expensive. So yeah, it was definitely a, a thing every semester making the trip just like buying books and 
you know, shelling out a few hundred bucks for art supplies. Mm-hmm. I still have most of them though, which is nice. There you go. Like, uh, yeah, some of the some of the teachers were like, "No, get this one because it won't go bad." Like, yes, it's ten dollars more, but you're still gonna have it for a long time. I still have paints from, you know, whatever. Yeah, a minute ago. Um, yeah, and I still pull out. We still have the, like the same box that we pull out, and it has like all the nice, good stuff in it. So yeah, I mean, art actual art supplies are like worth it for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Anyway, the store also had a lot of brushes that were labeled as synthetic sable. So the store had a lot of options for, I don't know, quote, more advanced synthetic brushes. Right. Yeah. And I don't know, they're, they're still like 5 or $10 for some of those brushes, but I kind of want to hmm. buy a couple and cut all the bristles off and put them onto microscope <laughs> plates and see what they look like. Yeah. <laughs> see what yeah. they look like? I mean, synthetic natural hair right are are they saying that it's a mix or are they saying that it's like no we synthetically mimic the second one these yeah. types of hair so okay. that's another thing i want to learn more about there there are some brushes that are both natural and synthetic in a single brush mm-hmm. and you know the one of the ones from games workshop the middle tier of brushes from games workshop Oh, yeah, yeah, it was like a weird Yeah, mix. it supposedly is a combination of both synthetic and natural hair. And the one that I happened to get from my local games workshop, that was like the worst brush I looked at in, <laughs> in the entire survey. The, like, chunk on the side yeah. of it. <laughs> and so I think I actually will just take that brush that I do not care about because it, is, it looks awful. Yeah. I think I'm going to take that brush and, yeah, just cut off all the hairs, put them on a slide, and see if I could separate, okay, that's synthetic, that's natural, that's synthetic, that's natural. Right. Try to get an idea. Okay, so they just mixed them? Like, what's, anyway. Um, I mean, it's an interesting concept. Yeah. If you if you have, like, longer hairs that go around, like, a synthetic belly, mm. right, then, then you have a nice point at pretty much all times on the tip of your brush, and then the rest of it that's filling out the girth. Mm-hmm is synthetic so you're you're not using nearly as much of the the hairs the cost is i don't know i don't know if they're positioned at you know a certain place radially in the brush head or or if it's just all mixed in there but i am curious about that um and i'm also curious about what they call or, or what like princeton art supply calls synthetic sable which the way yeah. the way they're marketing it is a synthetic bristle that is supposed to mimic the qualities of of natural hair sable. I mean, I I kind of feel like at this point that if it did, we would have heard about it. Oh, sure, sure, sure. No, I I suspect that it does not do a great job at mimicking, <laughs> yeah. at mimicking that natural hair. But and you're gonna you're gonna tank their like half and half division. <laughs> Yeah. make a video about it hard hitting like princeton's a liar <laughs> no i don't want to do that but like i do need to also figure out some better experiments for testing brushes because now i'm interested now i'm invested i i would love right, to do yeah. some tests of here's a brush after 10 hours of use here's a brush after 20 hours of use but 
uh, the trick of applying 10 or 20 hours of use to a brush is not is either not uh, very scientific or it's very very boring uh so. i have a, i have a solution for you uh, i okay. do i just thought okay. of it just Let's now go. um so so my kid's been watching a lot of lego videos Children. right oh i see oh yeah. i see okay. but lego makes these little like motor uh -huh. things uh -huh. right you could put a brush in one of those things because it like either go around or it could could dip in and out of something mm -hmm. or just continually do a thing right like repetitive motion you could definitely build something with lego motors that would do that and be on for like the life of a double a battery or whatever just saying okay i'm curious it's, it's i've, I've seen those videos where people <laughs> yeah use legos to make sandwiches or tacos or whatever right and <laughs> it looks pretty cool looks pretty cool so okay if we were to automate this process, I'd want to get a machine that dips a paintbrush in paint, moves mm. it across a surface. Um, right. Maybe it moves it back and forth across a surface. I mean, that's that's negotiable. Like, like, and in a lot of ways, that's the easiest part. You can just, yeah, put a put a paintbrush in a power drill and and do something there. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Or, or I definitely have seen like the conveyor belt Lego sort of stuff, and it would be easy to just yeah. attach that to a conveyor belt that goes in a circle and and right hits hits some paint, yeah. paints some stuff on, hits some water. I don't know, yeah, like or something. yeah. So yeah. I think I think the harder trick is the is the washing step. Like a realistic use of a paintbrush yeah. is rinsing it out every minute or two. Yeah, because you're not going to get that build up. Yeah. A paint. Also, loading it properly. Yeah, the, you're, getting a proper you're loading, loading, a realistic yeah. use. And I, again, I think kind of a realistic dragging across like a flat piece of terrain, or like a dragging across a cobblestone texture or something would be would be fine. Right. Um, That's interesting because I mean, I I suppose it does depend. Because um, like the way that like I use natural hair brushes is like with a pretty light touch, mm. you know, I'm, I'm not, and I don't push on the bristles. I, I only usually I pull. Yeah, sure. It's always pulling. So it's always pulling to a point. It's always there, yep. right? Yep. Like it is a purposeful kind of thing and you don't necessarily care as much with a synthetic brush. You just kind of like get it in there, you know, you want to paint the thing. So I don't know. Like I treat the brushes differently. So yeah, I mean, it'd be hard to replicate. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you're right. If anyone could do it, it would be one of these Lego geniuses who right. make weird little factories out of Legos. Right on, right on. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a good time for a collaboration. Uh, <laughs> I just make me a Lego contraption. In that amount of time, though, I could just... <laughs> yeah watch all of star trek Just the commit. next generation while like hand I mean, brushing <laughs> that's not a bad idea honestly like if you're gonna do it like <laughs> uh, yeah maybe. you know there's i mean it's probably time i think we've screwed up enough of the names and dates and places that it's time for a rewatch i'm looking at the it's been a minute for i'm me. looking at the back of uh my Star Trek Away Missions Commander Sella Romulan expansion here. 
Cell leads yeah. a crack team of infiltrators into the wreckage from the Battle of Wolf 359. I got it. Yeah. You were right. It. Yeah. You got it. I couldn't burn that earlier. I looked it up on the internet. Yeah. yeah. Between the two of us, yeah. we got Reginald Barclay's name correct. Uh, That's yeah. pretty good. I did check that too. That's definitely his name. <laughs> no, it's because it's cause Jordy calls him Reggie. Okay. Okay. He does. He calls him like Reg or whatever. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Well, Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff up in our brains, and we're just trying to put a little more useful stuff up there. That's all. Yeah. Also, just yeah, that's that's how it is. But I would love to figure out a scientific, repeatable way to put ten hours of use on a paintbrush. I would love to do that. I mean, there's got to be something that that other than like a robot arm gotta be it's gotta be a way i mean like a 10 hour thing wouldn't be too bad it's doable but the expectation of an experiment is that i would be doing this to multiple brushes and like okay, experimental so yeah experimental little, groups yeah. possibly some repetition um and and i have thought of like okay i can I can make myself like a little device that holds like four paintbrushes at the same time, sure. and and so and you just like four of them in a row or whatever. Wash. Yeah, have a have a chip clip to to hold four paintbrushes yeah, at the same yeah, yeah. time, and yeah, do the God, do the rinsing honestly, and and do miserable. the painting with them. But even then, like that's one experimental group, or <laughs> right, yeah. No, there'd have to be a good way to do it and it would have to be automated. I don't I don't think you could be that consistent with like a multiple clipped set of brushes. You'd have to do it one at a time to make sure it was done properly every time. Agreed. And that would take you years. <laughs> Agreed. Maybe uh maybe I'll change my my Twitch stream into just into just that business just testing brushes yeah testing paint brushes eight straight hours like just yep. that's right that's right Rinse mark it one. uh mark the category of my stream as warhammer and uh it's, it's just me <laughs> testing paint brushes for, <laughs> for eight straight hours loading yeah. painting and rinsing brushes uh yeah yeah i can see that see how many how many viewers we can get yeah that that'd be fun um yeah you, you call it like a brush marathon you could actually paint models too. You get get a model, print out like ten of the same model, mm-hmm. and you just paint like you got ten brushes. You paint the same piece with that brush, then you move on to the next one. Paint yeah, the same piece with that brush, and then you got ten models, ten brushes, all done properly in the same session. I think I don't think there'd be noticeable wear on any of them. But, I think that's a possibility. Yeah. Like if if I got into doing like a bit of army painting or something, and I'm like, okay, I am multitasking with. I'm also you know keeping a little notebook of how much wear and tear I'm putting on each one of these brushes. You know, that I yeah, think yeah. I think that is a realistic possibility that would not be completely bonkers insane. Yeah. Well, I I suppose it. It also depends on what you're looking for. What What is the... Because I, I get like doing a 10-hour thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, man, like if your brush isn't great, you're already not having a good time 20 minutes into sure. it. Sure, sure. So it's like if this is the only brush that you buy or it's the only brush that you have, if you're like yeah. 
okay, I'm going to paint this part of the model and then I'm going to clean this out. And I'm going to paint the next part of the model. Like, is that brush going to last you for an entire session? Like, like a Windsor Newton size one, you can paint a whole model with that. Oh, yeah. You can base coat highlight and detail with one brush yep. and it, and it'll, it should last you. Yep. Like, absolutely should like a games workshop, like a small brush, not for a second. Will that tip be good for you? Not you know? that one. No. <laughs> No. So, I mean, it, uh, you know, like seeing how long you could go for until it failed. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. That, that That is a reasonable thing to do. Like, just find a way to work that into my actual painting experience. Like, find a way yeah. to, yeah, multitask. I'm going to be painting with some paintbrushes anyway on this model. Let's, uh, right. you know. Two birds, one stone sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, then you'd have like an hour count on that brush and go, oh, it was five and a half hours and I can't get the tip to stay and it just isn't working the way it should work. Yep. 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 Right? yep. Oh, this one went two hours and I threw it in the fucking trash. Yeah. <laughs> like, another, yeah. another thing I want to look into is the the fear people have with metallic paints. Like they, I see oh, yeah. all over the place, you know, don't use metallic paints on your natural hair brushes because the the mica dust or the ground up aluminum or whatever it is is more abrasive it's harsher on the bristles and mm -hmm. i would love to figure out an experiment that visualizes that like if it is possible to see like the abrasions on the bristles as a result of using metallic paint. Right, like little nicks and cuts. Yeah, in the, I mean, yeah. you got up there pretty close. You should be able to see that. Uh, with this uh, the, with this microscope, it's probably right on the line of being able to see that, but <laughs> that's the sort of thing. I'd like, take a paintbrush, you know, a new synthetic paintbrush, or no, sorry, new, well, probably have to do one of each for the for the comparison but, <laughs> yeah you uh, would yeah but it a new natural hair brush put 10 hours of use on it with a metallic paint get some get the microscopy of some, some of those bristles and be like what what are you worried about like that's there, there's all kinds of little you know fears that float around in the hobby and and one of them that i'm I'm curious about. I'm I'm skeptical. I'm, I'm yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying it's wrong, but I, it's skeptical enough that I I might put in ten hours for this experiment of to see if <laughs> yeah to see that's that's yeah, worth ten hours if metallic paint really is gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 for sure. Uh, the other big one is don't use contrast or speed paints in natural hairbrushes. So I think that is just. Yeah, the, the flow improver causes the paint to go way up the bristles, capillary action, right up into the ferrule. It dries there. <laughs> and I think I think that's not don't use it with natural hair brushes so much as don't use it with expensive brushes that you care about. Okay. So yeah. I, my understanding that of that is, yeah, it's going to ruin any brush, any liquidy wash that has a lot of flow improver in it that just capillary actions yeah. right up the bristles into the ferrule and dries there. It definitely does. Yeah. yeah. I think I think that recommendation is just don't use a brush that you care about or that costs $15 to replace. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. $28. <laughs> I was nice. I was nice. Like I... <laughs> 
Yeah, you were pretty nice about it. <laughs> I mean, look, I just bought a uh, Windsor Newton brush for $24. I got them here in the mail. So, you know, it is what it is. And I'm very excited to use it and continue to use it for the next year without issue. <laughs> I know? hope so. I hope so. <laughs> That's generally generally how it goes. Although, of course, I already bought it, and then I'm I'm like, oh man, like looking at, at the microscope stuff, going like, yeah, some of these are kind of jacked up. Like, I wish I could look at this before I buy it. Yeah, um, I haven't had any issues with any Amazon Windsor Newton brushes. They're packaged. Uh, the way that the brushes are actually packaged is done very well. I mean, they have the protective little plastic cover on them, but then they're in a plastic tube yep. as well. Yep. No, that's that's so the same with like, the one I I bought, and yeah, and I think Windsor Newton actually has uh, an Amazon store, and I think that's where I got. We probably oh, both okay. got from the same store if we both paid twenty four dollars. Um, probably, but yeah. that's a real thing. That it is nice to be able to actually look at the bristles of the brush you're buying when you buy it. Mm-hmm. Is it worth four dollars plus gas? <laughs> well i mean in that case in the case you're talking about the artificer brush if you're going to go to the games workshop store to buy an artificer brush it's still Mm -hmm. in that same tube it it has the little protector over the bristles and it's in that same plastic tube so like you can't really get a good look at it in the store even i would think you could take it off but maybe they'd yell at you yeah, maybe with uh, what Connor was your guy? Who's you get Mason? Yeah, Mason. Mason. Hey, look at you remember his name. <laughs> I try, I try to remember people. You know, like if the people who intersect my life, I I meet a lot of people, but I I try to remember something about everyone. And that's good. Yeah, it's very good. I'm terrible at that. Yeah. Oh no, it doesn't I mean prefer- I succeed very often. But I'm right. Uh, you seem yeah. to like your your shop guy. I'm gonna try to like him too. Okay. It's a good call. He's a good dude. Uh, I'll take you to meet him next time you're over. <laughs> right on. Right on. <laughs> Although I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say right now, 100 bucks says he, he doesn't know your name. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Just because it, it would be too good if he didn't. <laughs> It'd be too good. Oh, he's like, oh hi. Well, now you? you're just splitting fifty bucks with him, aren't you? Like you. <laughs> there you go. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Mason. Here's your fifty. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always good doing business. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to Nevada. That's how it goes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> mm. Mm. I don't know. I don't know that I have any other hobby stuff. I think I think I've gone over most of the hobby stuff that I've done. Okay. Well, I got I got a quick yeah. one then. Um, for anyone who does like watching Twitch streams, that Twitch is annoying for several reasons. One of them is that there are no good categories for miniature painting. So if you are right. if you're a viewer looking for mini painters on Twitch, you need to troll the Warhammer category, the art category, the makers and crafting category, sometimes the just chatting category, sometimes mm-hmm. D&D uh looking looking for mini painters. Sure. And so there's a Warhammer specific category. There is a Warhammer category, but that could be somebody reading a rule book, somebody playing a game, somebody talking about lore, 
somebody painting minis and that does seem to be the best category for mini painting right now like you know last stream i was right. painting conquest wadroon orcs and i label it as a in the war in, yeah i labeled section. it as a warhammer stream could get bad yeah uh and i didn't feel great about it but um <laughs> there there is a a movement within the the twitch mini painters to create mm -hmm. to ask twitch to create a category called miniatures so that it is yeah. easy to find people who are working on miniatures and so uh if if you're at all interested in this uh twitch has like a user feedback form that i've created a little a little not a poll on what was it called a petition petition that's the word Petition. Yeah, he yeah, kind of yeah. created a petition to make either a mini painting category on Twitch or a miniatures category on Twitch. So if you're if you're bored, you can go mm -hmm. check that out and uh, give it a little thumbs up and say, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see a, a miniatures category on Twitch. And we've already yeah. got a lot of the streamers commenting there like, yeah, this is this is important and necessary. And I, uh, I'd say yeah. so. I mean, a lot of people paint on Twitch. Yeah. Like that, that feels like a thing that should definitely be there. Yeah, I mean, not that like YouTube has any separation of any of that stuff, but like there's a good amount of miniature painting on YouTube. Yep. And well, yeah, why not on Twitch? Well, the way Twitch currently organizes like discoverability and finding people you might be interested in, there's a, a little bar on the left hand side of the Twitch homepage that has the name of the streamer and under them the category they're streaming in. So yeah. on my page, I've uh, you know spent enough time on my Twitch account that it's like so-and-so in the art category you might be interested in, so-and-so in the Warhammer mm -hmm. category mm -hmm. you might be interested in. Um, and then you can okay. go and watch uh, 30 seconds of pre-roll ad to see if they're actually doing mm -hmm. something you're interested in. But I would, <laughs> I would love for it to be a, a miniatures category instead, so that at least when you start in on that thirty seconds of pre-roll ad, you're pretty sure that you're you're going to get somebody right, painting a mini. You're going to get yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, when I when I watch thirty seconds of advertisement and it's someone complaining about the toughness of Tau and the that makes me unhappy. But yeah. <laughs> like, damn it, <laughs> not again. <laughs> sick for another yeah let's like, try again here um yeah so on the video game side of twitch there are so many categories like i was looking at it today and there's yeah. so many categories with like one person streaming to a viewership of one and i saw i saw one <laughs> jackie chan's kung fu adventure and i was just like oh, oh my god there's there's there is one concurrent viewer for Jackie Chan's <laughs> Kung Fu Adventure. And somebody's having a good day. They're just like, I can't believe it. my favorite game. <laughs> yeah. Finally, somebody's streaming. And that's his own Finally. category. Like you, you can see like, yeah, Jim Bob over here is playing Jackie Chan's yeah. Kung Fu Adventure. And it's not. I'm, I'm going to go yeah. out of a limb here and say that if they can create a category for that. Yeah then there's no need for a freaking petition for miniature painting to be its own category. That's the dumbest crap I've ever seen. It's heard. really dumb. I'm trying. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. I don't know. But the, I don't the, know what other levers there are left like, for me to pull other than... Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 
I am using all means at my disposable to to try <laughs> yeah. to address this and I don't know. I get bees in my bonnets about these sorts of things, and I, I go off on, I mean, on many little yeah. Goober Town crusades. But this is what we're doing today. This is <laughs> the, the Goober Town crusades. Yeah, yeah join yeah. me on the Goober Town crusade. We're gonna try to get a miniatures category added on Twitch uh, because Twitch has a category for Car Mechanic Simulator 2023. There you go. Uh, you can. Yeah, yeah if yeah. if you can, if you can even say that there's a category like that then there's no reason that yeah. somebody can't type it in like they like it, there's not a drop box in their back end that goes create new category <laughs> you know what i mean somebody somebody <laughs> there is an employee at twitch who can make this change yes. in five yes. minutes plus whatever time it makes them to cobble together the the like homepage art like the thumbnail art of what is miniatures and yeah which we can do for them. Like, let me know if I can help. I'd be, be happy to help. Right, get you right. get you a picture of like get some kobolds or whatever. Yeah, no yeah, big yeah. deal. Yeah, whip you up some kobolds <laughs> and PowerPoint real quick. <laughs> exactly. Throw a paintbrush in there. You get the idea. Maybe a little <laughs> bottle of paint. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so anyway, it's Absolutely it's. No I think reason. it's Twitch user voices. Just do a search for Twitch user voices miniatures, and you should see a, a petition from me. And uh, if this is something you care about, go ahead and upvote it and leave a little comment that, of course, miniatures should be a category because there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of concurrent viewers for that subject. There is a strong Twitch community of streamers who do mm -hmm. miniatures. Like if they, if you were to ask them what it is they're doing, they are mini miniature yeah. sculpting or miniature painting, um, and. Yeah, having to to stream in the art category doesn't help anybody. Having to stream in the in the no. Warhammer category doesn't help anybody, especially not if you're painting Gowron. You know, like it's Gowron right. is not Warhammer, but <laughs> if I were to pick a, a stream title for me painting Gowron, that's the closest available option right now. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and at least you have a. a a good percentage of a chance that if you clicked on a Warhammer centric video, that it's probably miniature painting. Right. Like, like it, it, yeah, it's like a pretty good chance yeah. and rules and whatever, but there's a chance Yeah. clicking on an art video. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully they can fix that. Cause that's stupid. Yep. That's, that's how I feel. Casey, that's how I feel. So I, I've been trying for a couple of weeks now and have not made any progress. So that's why I'm calling all the, Mm. Calling all the brave painters out there to to yeah. see what we can do. Hit up, hit up that thing. Yeah. All right, well, that's good because we need we need to make a change. Make a change. Make a change. Make a change. Yeah. <laughs> Dot <Dot.org>. org. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. So that's that's what I got. That's what I got. Good. Well, thank you again for joining us on another episode of Paint Bravely. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, subscribing to the YouTube channel, and sharing this message with your hobby friends. And as always, we appreciate each and every one of you for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Talk to you next time.